Hi, how's it going, Jamari? It's going we're, we're good. Here, we're here at Jamari right now, Jamari uh, Campbell. Right? Yep. Okay, so we're here with Jamari. Um, tell me what you want to talk about today. Okay, today I'm talking about music and... She's, she's a little nervous right now. And how they relate and also just the effects of both of them. What do you want to talk about? Music and how they relate to... Racism. Oh, racism, okay. Yep, and how like both affects people and everything. That uh, is the so life. Okay, so tell me about yourself real quick. Where are you? Where are you originally from? Where were you born? You know, where, where did you grow up? Okay, yeah. I was born in. I was actually born out here. Oh, you were. I was born out in Sacramento. Okay. But. Sacktown. Okay. Yes, I moved from yeah. Sacramento when yeah. I was younger. Yeah. And I came back to Akron, Ohio, which where I was raised mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. And I lived out how there. Did you, how did you like Akron, by the way, when you were growing up? Yeah, it was okay. What does that What does that mean? I don't know that sound effect. What does that, what does that mean? <laughs> it was um not the best. It was. Why wasn't it the best for you? It was just like a bad city, to be honest. People always think like of Akron, Ohio, as like a country or a cornfield place, and it wasn't that. It was like nothing to do. Only thing to do was to either like. Like hate people or like hate people. Like it was like a lot of haters. Like in my slang, my days. That's what kids say nowadays. Haters. So wait, how old were you when you moved out there? I moved out there when I was at least like younger than five. I'm not sure of the age, but so about right about five ish, right? Four or five years old. Yeah. Yeah. And I moved out there and. So you did elementary school, preschool out there, elementary school out there. Yeah. Middle school. Uh yeah, middle school too. Middle school too. I went to a, a Christian middle school. Okay. Yeah. So how was how was your um, experience out there uh, as a elementary school kid? Do you remember anything about elementary school? Not really, but I remember I remember middle school. I can tell you about middle okay, school. Tell me about middle school. Middle school. I went to a one hallway middle school where all African small school. Yeah, it was like all African American students. It was like a family. Everybody knew everybody. Everybody knew everybody's business. It was like we know about each other. Like we we're a family. Like a big family. Mm-hmm. And it was like we would learn. And How did that learn. feel? How did that feel though? Like if when, you know, in middle school uh-huh. uh, you were just in an all African American middle school and, and you know, there wasn't any diversity or anything but it was just you guys in that school for middle school. Like what did you, how did you feel about that? It felt powerful because yeah. Really, African-American people don't really come together, like, nowadays. Why? Why do you think that's the case? I really don't know. For some reason, they'd rather, like, hate or kill kill each other than, like, support each other and, like... Do you feel that do you feel that that's kind of a common thing in the news, or do you think that's common uh, in without the news? You already know that, or you know what do you what do you know about in terms of like conversations with friends or with family, or you know what do you know about that word? Because it seems if you say like you know it's it's great, it's empowering because you know you get together, they're they're together. One, we do like programs together as one. We famous people as one. But you're saying that typically. It don't happen because like it just seemed like they're we're not like known to encourage each other unless it's doing like silly things or the wrong or something. It's like, Do you think that's the case? Yeah, that's it's mostly the case. Like I know people who who are like actresses or like the rappers stuff like that, and they rather like wouldn't rather support that, but they would support like the drama of the side or. 
So that means that there's a lot of like negative vibes all the time. Yeah, negative. Not all the time. Sometimes it's actually good supporters, but most of the times in like my age group, we never really support each other. We never. You don't. Really comes come together. Do you think that that's the case, like even in high school too, like where, you know, you might have some, <laughs> you know, um, like. hate and and disagreements <laughs> and unless you're just fooling around or you're just doing something that is for a laugh or something that is just you know completely you know shock value that that kind of thing yeah most of the time because it seems like when you're doing something positive people really don't care seem like it's just an ad they're doing something that everybody does so it's just we're just gonna walk away from that but if they're doing like i'm arguing with somebody across the room or across the hallway then it's oh let's stop let's watch this let's record let's let's put this on social media let's see if the whole world will care about that then oh she's a great singer let's like produce her let's all come together and give flyers out to come to a concert or something and it just seemed like you don't never get that nowadays. It seemed like you'll get just, just more just negative things. So how do you feel about that in terms of like, do you ever feel? How I feel about it. Yeah, do you ever feel like you get sucked into that too? Well, sometimes I'm not gonna lie. Sometimes I do, like did before. Just now I'm learning. Like sorry, I'm learning the like that's not what I want to do. Like after like experiences and like. I almost lost my life, so it seemed like that's not important to me no more. This is important to me. Like, any day could be my last day, so why would I want to hate or give this person negative energy and instead of, like, empowering them to be better and pushing them to be great in life? Let's talk about um, kind of your near-death experience. Um, mm -hmm. We talked about this earlier before about, you know, what happened to you and, and how old you were and what and some of your experiences and what you do remember, right? Mm -hmm. um, let's go back. Uh, a little bit in time and see what you can remember in terms of that. Um, what do you remember uh, about, uh, let's let's backtrack, what happened to you that was a near-death experience? Um, I got in a car crash with a fire truck when I was 14 years old in 2017. 14 years old, right? Yep, during the summer in July. Was this over here or over back in uh, Ohio? It was in Akron, Ohio okay. and it was it was a bad experience. And what time was this? What, what were you, where were you guys coming from? Do you remember that? I remember like it was just like a girls get together. It was just like my friend just hanging out. Yeah, my friend's cousin was coming to get me, and like all day it just felt like I was in a cloud. Just like something's so wrong with today. Something just don't seem like itself. My mom was out of town. My dad, I haven't talked to him all day. It was just like. Eh. Are, your, are your parents together or? No. No. When did your parents divorce? Uh, they never divorced. They never got married. Oh, I see. I see. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And it's just, it was one of them days. That I even gave my friend, like, a warning. It was like, uh, hey, like, I don't feel right about this car. Like, I feel like something bad is going to happen. So who was in the car with you? Do you remember? Um, it was my friend, her friend. It was five girls took. Five girls? Uh -huh. And my friend's cousins, which are the two other girls. So it was me, myself. Another girl to my left hand, another girl to my right hand. That's in the back seat. And then there was two girls in the front and in the passenger, the driver and the passenger. And it was just, I remember getting to the side that I was at, like, where, where we got in a car crash. But I remember, like, the last thing I texted my sister is, like, just feel like a setup. And the reason I said that is because it was, like, a bad feeling. Something was just, like, on my shoulders all day. It was just, like, 
what's going on why do i feel this way and my mom was texting me weird things and like she was like anything ever feel wrong you could always come to me my mom don't never text me like that so it was just like so then what what happened that day so you guys were coming back from some place with, well, with your friends we were getting dropped off we we're getting dropped off to my friend's house grandmother's house and like on the way there i guess like something happened where she wasn't supposed to have the car and she's supposed to rush home and i think she they said that she passed the red light but it wasn't no cameras or it was it was construction going on so right she there. so they believe that she ran a red light yeah even though it wasn't no cameras and it was like from when say but it was like no cameras and at the time it was construction going on surprisingly so it was it was a lot to now I don't remember it, and the only thing that like, like when I was in the hospital and stuff, I don't remember my pain. I don't remember like my last conversation with my friend. I don't remember what I even had on. I don't remember what my friend had on. Nobody had on. So there was a, like a lapse in memory there, then. Huh? Yeah, it yeah. was like oh, it was like like one day I woke up in the hospital after a couple of weeks of being there, and I was just like, how did I get here? Right. My mom was like, you don't remember? I was like, no. And the only so, thing. And the only thing that got me through that was music. Like music kept me sane the whole time. What were what was uh, then when you got into this accident? Um, what exactly happened to the car, to you guys, to the girls? Um, what happened in the accident was two girls passed away, which is my close friend and a girl on my right hand side where the car crash, like the fire truck hit us. So that means that the, the your best friend or your friend, your close friend was uh, in the passenger seat? She was in the passenger seat in the front, yes. And the girl who died next to me was in the back seat in the middle. The right. I was in the middle. Okay. And I instantly got knocked out from hitting the, the thing that's between the passenger side and the driver's side. I instantly got knocked out. My friend leg was on the dashboard and they ended up by her ears and the girl next to me was stuck and she was like alive but she was like moving they tried to get out it was like a nerve thing and but she was being crushed yeah, yeah. and it was so were you when you got knocked out you had no idea about any of that stuff then? no i didn't have no clue actually and like when police raided us rated us it was like they rated us bad like it was like one through five that's the rate of a police rate when they find you in a car crash and five is death and one is nothing and two that passed which is my best friend and the girl who died next to me had a five because they passed away unfortunately and the other two girls on my right my left hand side excuse me they only had um uh, two, which is little to none injuries, and then I had a four because they couldn't tell me if I was alive or dead because of being unconscious. Yeah, yeah. and my like light breathing, like I had a light breath. So, and the way they got us out the car was they had to jaw us out. They had to cut the jaws the of life. Yeah, they had to cut cut the roof off and jaw like all of us out, and we were stuck. It was bad. So. Yeah. So then when you um, finally regained consciousness in the hospital and everything else and, and you're, you're trying to remember uh, that day, that night, you know, uh, yeah. you know what, what, what were your thoughts, what were you thinking about, and, um, you know, what got you through all that? Well, it was, I really don't know what got me through it because I don't remember no pain. Was, my right-hand side was completely, like, numb 
for a while. So I had to like go to physical therapy. That's the only thing that really kept me saying me being busy. Me being busy like busy and music. Like music kept me saying that's what usually like when I'm mad I listen to music. When I'm like crying or sad I listen to music and that's the only thing that keeps me. What were some of the things that you listen to? Like I like 90s R&B. Like oh, so you like the slow jams and stuff like that? Yeah, like 90s R&B seems like it's better than music nowadays because nowadays music don't make sense. By the way, I, I completely agree with the 90s R&B. I'm a big 90s R&B fan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because music nowadays, it just seems like it's the same yes. nonsense and it's just the same music and it's just... The, just. So who who, are you li- who do you listen to? Hmm, let's say Mary J. Blige. Okay. Gloria Hugh. Yes. Um, let's see, Janet Jackson maybe. Sure. Sometimes. Yeah. Uh, it's a lot, a lot. Wait a minute, those are all like female. Yeah, Backstreet so Boys, okay. Jodeci, where else? You get it's a lot, like a, a lot. lot. Yeah. Usher. Sure. Yeah. So you so you would listen to that uh, yeah. for a long time. And that's what that's how my memory. That's like I remember that. I didn't know my mom. That's how bad my memory was going. Like I would be like. Like say my mom, my mom didn't. My mom stayed in the hospital with me. Like she didn't go home, take a shower, nothing. She stayed in the hospital with me. And the day she left, I woke up like, where is my mom? And my mom was never came. And my mom was not here. And my mom sister was like, hey, she was just left, just left. So what's going on? And I was like, and I like I missed my best friend's funerals. Like I was in pain because I was like. Did you break any bones or anything or? Um, yeah, I broke <laughs> my arm. It was a clean break surprisingly it was like i broke it right here and they missed it when they were doing x-rays they mixed missed it like they got like my hand they x-rayed from right here to like buff and they missed my whole forearm and like it was something wrong with my finger and just so they had to re-break it then no they had didn't have to re-break or it. reset it they had to re-x-ray it because they missed that whole one. And it was, like, ignoring me. And I'm like, something is wrong with my hand. And it was like, just move your hand and your nerves it's because you're in pain. And I was like, no, I know there's something wrong with my hand. I just kept, like, going back and forth with them. And it was just, they like, finally said, and I had got, a, like, an arm cast. And, yeah, I had to do physical therapy, which I still need to go back to because my walk is not... Correct. Yes, no. It's like I'm breaking something down in my knee. Do you feel like you're, uh, you know, in pain whenever you walk, or or is there like a limp, a little bit of a limp, or? Yeah, it was always, it's always a limp. Like, I don't walk like how I used to walk, but, like, it is pain. Like, sometimes I can get fluid in my knee and it swell up from, like. From the fluid? Yeah, like, from me walking and rubbing my knees and legs together. Um, do you feel a little bit more different about like how you approach life and how you approach things uh, since the accident? Most definitely. Uh, I thought of it as like any day can be like your last day. Like wake up and appreciate that God woke you up today, and that like today or tomorrow's not promised. So live today like it's your last, and like just be positive through the day. Like going through a whole day being negative, and then like. The next day you don't wake up, how would you, like, how would a person be? You'd be like, I don't feel no way because you want to leave marks on people, like, positive marks. So they, like, you have positive things on your name just in case it's your last day. Just in case it's just, you won't wake up again. And so. Has there been anybody in your life that has been the, the most, uh, um, you know, supportive, uh, been there the whole time kind of person? My mother. My mother been like right there, like or a good rock, because 
my mom my mom wasn't here my mom was on her way back from columbus russia and like my aunt my family called and was like she's gone because they got me mixed up with my best friend only reason they was able to tell us apart is because of braces and i was a jane doe so they couldn't find me no, no id or anything so yeah no so i was in a, like a grown adult hospital because they thought i was grown so they had me in city hospital so it was, it was bad and Looks like things came out okay. Yeah, it did come out okay. Just I'm working on my memory and working on your life too. Yeah. Yeah, working on my life and just I won't be back to normal because I had traumatic brain injury. But just getting back, it's like I'm still not healed from my best friend's death because I didn't go to her funeral, so it was like that closure. It's not there. So I gotta go to therapy. I gotta find a way to get my anger out. Just every all my anger and everything that was like bad before it like induce like it got worse so that means you just got to figure out some way to channel that somewhere else yeah so now i'm in boxing so are you really okay yeah so instead of me trying to go like get angry at somebody else or do like my hatred towards somebody else i would do that towards a puncher bag okay so but not sparring with anybody right no don't get that don't get shot in the head you know don't get hit in the head like that you know no i can't get hit in the head no no No, not at all but how does that help it helped a lot. So, it like, right for now, it helps a lot because it's like I'm able to release anger in a positive way and without me getting in trouble in school. And I'm also able, like, to scream. So, it's like I won't say negative words. It make me stay in a positive place. Have you found yourself to be negative sometimes? Yes, I actually have. Have you ever caught yourself saying, man, that wasn't, that's not me, that's not me, that's not me? Yeah, that's why I always try to stay, like, goofy and like I like to keep the smile on my face because when I'm mad I get mad and when I'm mad I get mad that I'm mad if that makes sense but do you ever you ever get oh, that, make, that, that makes total sense uh-huh. but what about do you ever feel like you get too goofy <laughs> sometimes yeah, sometimes right yeah sometimes yeah. but just natural yeah. You know how, like, you know, like somebody, you get a little goofy, and then mm-hmm. uh, you feed off of somebody else's laughter, and then you kind of keep, continue to get more goofy? Yeah, I can. And then more goofy? Yeah. And then more goofy. <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I, can, I see I can get like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it, but when I'm serious, I'm yeah. serious. It just, sometimes it's just, mm-mm. And I like, how can I explain it? Like, I'm a goofy person, but I can be serious. And like I'm very creative, I'm just very all around positive person. I think that you're you're gonna be just fine in terms of finding that kind of uh, outlet and finding myself again. Yeah, honestly. you just take some time, right? I lost myself in that whole thing. I went through survivor guilt. Have you, you know yes. what that is? And I went through like bad depression, like continuous being in school and memory loss, like not knowing certain people. Like I met you before. Right. Like, not remembering, like, my elementary days or nothing. Well, I'm glad that, uh, you know, you've kind of taken a lot of steps towards you. Uh Good. Thank you. I appreciate that. Appreciate it. Thank you for your time. It's been awesome. And um, I'm going to keep track of what's going on with you later on. Okay. Awesome. Thanks for the interview. Thank you. Bye.